it's 8 a.m. here in, uh, it's 8 05 here, <laughs> here in Chicago in Central Time. I am starting up the Dow of the Day room. The room for, oh man, I got two people in line already. Mark is starting, and then we got Lois. Uh, man, it doesn't take long, does it? Uh, this is coming on late in the day. <laughs> Lois, if you can hang out, please do. Uh, Mark, how you doing, man? I'm good, my brother. How are you? I am doing very well. I'm doing very well. I've been, I've, I've been kind of, kind of hanging out here on uh, on Wisdom a little bit this morning, which isn't usually my my thing, and just kind of visiting a couple rooms. So that's been nice. And oh man, now, sweet. Now sweet. I get to uh, now I get to you know get get on with get on with Dawith Day. So. Oh, man, so, yeah, I and it, I know we we interacted. How was your how how did that Dow sort of sit with you when we went through it? I don't know, a couple of days ago maybe. Yeah, man, I uh, I think it resonated pretty well, man. It gave me some clarity on some things that um, I think had been cloudy. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was like, okay. Yeah, that, that's really all that you can be. After it's done, she's like, okay, well, let's see, let's see what this is. Like, yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not. Like it, it's something that sits with you for a while and you get to, and you get to just explore. Well, you know, I've always thought like, even with like Taoism and then like, even in like the tarot card thing and anything, anything that is insightful is not, it doesn't part the, the ocean and the sun where, I, you know, in the, in the sunlight just barrels <laughs> in, Oh my God, your life's changing. I just gave you the information you need and your life's going to change next Wednesday. Right. It's like, it's like it's a forecast, almost like yeah. the weather, like the weatherman. You know, they never say or the weather woman, whatever you want to, you know, weather people. There will be politically correct. <laughs> weather people. <laughs> but um, you know, they don't guarantee that the sun's going to shine or that it's going to rain or that it's not going to be, you know, foggy or cloudy or humidity or anything. They're taking a guess and they're giving you viable information that you can apply into your life um and who knows what the outcome is going to be you know mm-hmm. but I think you've got to go with everything with open-mindedness and open heart and and realize that you know you are in control of the direction that you want your life to go yeah you know every moment is a moment that you're personally having you know, whether no matter what happens around you, you're experiencing that. And so it's happening for you, whether you want it to or not. Well, that's yeah, that's I mean, there's the that that is right, like, whether you're open to that happening, or whether you are uh, accepting of that happening or not, like this is happening. And how is it you're experiencing this? Stop looking at it as a thing that's happening and start looking at it as a thing that you're experiencing. How is this contributing to all of the things that I have experienced rather than being like, oh, this person hit my car. We can be like, hmm, I was, I experienced a car accident. Of course, when you get into court, it's going to be like, they hit me, da, 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 da. But in your life, it's more like, hmm, how am I experiencing this car accident? Like that's the way to move forward because this is your experience. Of course, out in the world, when you deal with others, there are facts and things that you can kind of go through and whatnot. But if you're the victim of that, 
that that puts you in a perspective that that puts your life in a place that you can't as you say be in control or you can't actually like own right it's now like you are the victim of these circumstances so i can dig it man <clears throat> so you got a number between one and 81. one and 81 man <sighs> Let's go with, let's take, let's kick off with 13. 13. Not an unlucky number, as many people may think. <clears throat> oh, this is interesting. Success is as dangerous as failure. Hope is as hollow as fear. What does it mean that success is as dangerous as failure? Whether you're going up the ladder or down it, your position is shaky. When you stand with your two feet on the ground, you will always keep your balance. What does it mean that hope is as hollow as fear? Hope and fear are both phantoms that arise of thinking of the self. When we don't see the self as self, what do we have to fear? See the world as yourself. Have faith in the way things are. Love the world as yourself, and then you can care for all things. That's 13. It's beautiful because it's yeah. like pretty much right where I'm at right now in life. How do you mean? So like I understand like with with just within my success and failures that they both are um, they're both intricate to moving forward. Not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not as moving. It's not as like it's you fail on something and you're moving backwards. You're only moving backwards if you if you fail to actually look at the data. Um, or what caused the failure? You know, right. there's there's a fixture in the failure. Um, you know, it's like if you don't understand an equation and you keep doing it over and over again, but you keep failing at it, then you know, okay, I still don't, you know, I don't understand it. But if you step back, maybe ask for guidance or help or someone to give you, you know, some help with it, you wind up discovering that it's. You just didn't understand it and you needed help. Yeah. But if you never reach out for help, that problem will never be solved because you've allowed your ego to dictate the fact that you're just not able to do it and you're not going to do it because you don't know how to do it. Right. You know, and then on the hope side, it's, well, the hope and the faith side, I've kind of, you know, have stepped back into um just becoming more aware you know spiritually uh more in tune with the universe and more instead of not I'm not saying that i removed hope but i have strengthened hope and faith by putting myself in the positions for allowing relationships and networks to to both be beneficial and grow instead of it being a one-way street yeah, you know, like I've, I've talked to a number of people about this chapter and, you know, this idea of hope, you know, hope is a hope is a word that people really want to hold on to, you know, um, and, and I appreciate that. And, and so this 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 verse often gets a little kind of dicey because when you start talking about hope as a phantom, you know, when we look at hope, it's it's interesting, you know, like I look at hope and fear. And, and as it states here, hope is as hollow as fear. It's like when you're hoping for something, 
you are looking uh, in, in these externals. You're looking in these externals in front of you that are positive. It's like the opposite of fear. Hope is the opposite of fear. Now, when we can not have hope, when we can just be here in this moment, and you know, I, I've talked to people who said, you know, hope helps people get out of bed. And I'm like, yes, that's true. So does fear. you know so there's a lot of things that help people get out of bed but oftentimes those are distractions to who you actually are and when you're talking about like this relationship with your spirituality your religion whatever it is however you kind of uh however you identify it um it is deeper than just like well i hope god comes to my aid because uh well, why, why wouldn't he, right? Like God, oh, God yeah. is within you. God is here. He is, he is all things, right? There is, there is no reason to have hope because you, you already embody everything. Just like there's no reason to have fear because you already embody. So you embody safety, you embody success, you embody this moment. So hope and fear, both phantoms. And I can dig it. Yeah. So as this continues, okay, success is as dangerous as failure. We address that. Like, and the wonderful thing is like that it's not dangerous at all. It's not dangerous or it's not, it's not great or whatever. And, you know, I posted something uh, from a podcast. I interviewed this guy, Ken Bain, who is the president of the Good Teachers Association here in the United States. And he, he stated, we provide more punishment for people who have tried and not yet succeeded than we do for people who don't try at all. You know, what is a failure? A failure is really not, it's not, a failure isn't someone who has tried something and not yet succeeded. Like we can't, we can't demarcate that just like we can't demarcate success as a moment because success, if you stop advancing because you're a success, that's just as ridiculous as you stop advancing because of a failure. Isn't that the truth? I mean, I think that, but see, we have, and I, not by, not we, but society has demonized the word failure mm-hmm. um, to the point to where, you know, kids give up on, you know, reading or learning because it, it's, you know, it's, oh, you get an F, you got an F. Okay. Well, then you're punished for two weeks. That's right. That's no, no computer, no phone. No going and talking with your friends and blah, 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 right. you know? And it's like, I didn't like, I didn't get an F because I'm, cause I wanted to, <clears throat> because I wanted it. I got it because I don't understand it. And I'm afraid I was afraid to ask for help because no one's there to help me. Yeah. You know because, because I mean? people were pointing at me telling me I was a failure. Yes. There you and go. So if I had to ask a question, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, to uh, uh, give in, I'm just going to give them more fodder for making fun of me because I'm a failure, because I can't understand this. I, I, I'm feeling lost, I'm feeling left out, I'm feeling alone, and I'm gonna continue to fail. And, and ironically, and, go on. Well, I was gonna say, ironically, I've made a post about like, kind of similar to this, is like cutting corners. Like we will cut corners to find the easiest way to achieve something, but that's not the best way to do it. It's like, we're doing it 
and there's always, you know, you want to find the easiest way to make something hard work. So if you're doing the hard work, you find an easy way to make hard work work, then you're doing it. But if you just cut corners to make the work hard, to make the hard work work, you're not doing it. It's like you want to diet or lose weight. Okay, I'm going to do it for myself for two months. It's not working. Well, hire a trainer, hire a dietitian. Stop cutting the corners and pay. But people say, oh, well, if I pay, I don't have the money to pay because I'm saving money. I get that. But you're not paying out. You're investing back into yourself. So the failure of not wanting to invest in yourself or wherever you want to go is we're cutting the corner. Stop cutting the corner and just invest back in yourself. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when we look at school and when we look at a lot of these places, you know, like they're, they're especially the institutions that we have created that are failing us. So, so, so Rapidly. monumentally, you know, like school has become a place where you teach to the test. And so if you teach to the test, well, then you just learn the answers to the test, but you don't actually learn the information. And then you get out in the world and because you know how to answer the test, you can get a job you can get a job in which you just tell everybody how good they're doing. And then you just, you just kind of follow along, but you don't make any major change in the world. You don't, you, you keep the world kind of going in the way it goes because now everybody is doing that shortcut everybody is cutting that corner, cutting that corner so that they can, they don't have to learn. All I got to do is all I have to do is pass the test. If I pass the test and if I pass all of the tests, then I'll be a valedictorian. But do I know anything? And I did enough. Right. I did enough to, to cheat the system. Yep. Success is as dangerous as failure. Yep. And I think that's what, and to me, I think that just that, that success is dangerous as failure. I think that represents like, you know, which path are you willing to take on the path to success and failure? Cutting the corner is just as dangerous as, you know, not doing it at all. Yeah, you know, someone, someone I, I, I'm not sure who it was, uh, I saw something the other day that was, you know, don't do anything, like if you're going to do something half-heartedly, don't do it at all. Because doing something half-heartedly means you're just doing it cold-heartedly. So either show up or don't show up at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that saying as well, and I think it was, and it may be a Southern thing, I don't know, but they... Uh, my dad used to say it a lot. My granddad said it. They always said, if you're just going to do it half-assed, then leave, your, leave the other half. Leave the other ass at home. Yeah. <laughs> so as this, as this one wraps up, just as we're running out of time, see the world as yourself and have faith in the way things are. Love the world as yourself, and you can care for all things. Yeah, and that just starts with loving yourself. Being yeah. in, stepping out into your truth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, man, Martin, Mark. thank you so much, my brother. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. We'll be in touch again. Yeah, man. We're going to bring in Lois and then uh, Dr. Rao. Uh, if you can stick around. Dr. Rao, I know you usually come up and have something to say about what I was just talking about. So um, I hate that Lois was ahead of you, but uh, it, it is what it is. And I know I know you can be patient, but if you got to go, please do. Uh, Lois, my girl, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? You did something different today. Yeah. I did. I was talking on other I people's like, stuff. 
Yeah, and I'm a, yeah. I applaud you because because it's needed. It's needed. <laughs> we need we, we need to hear the the recover yourself message on some of these messages that are on here because people the, people respond to a lot of different things and one of the things that people have not heard much is your recover yourself. Yeah, I talk about that. On, I do talk about that on Tuesdays. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's 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 so much. You know, like. I, I do love that other people around here talking about addiction and prison and other stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm, and I want to be supportive, but I also, you know, like, like, and, and I can be, and I can, I can step up and I can have those conversations, but you know, it's been, uh, it's, it's, it's been great for me to be able to also contribute in that way. And, and I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I applaud you. I like that because usually you're off to yourself. You come in, you do your dial, you go do your recovery and you out unless you see a couple of people you want to talk to. But to this yeah. morning, you was hopping in places where I'm like, I ain't never seen these people before. Where do you, you know? And, yeah. you, and, and thing is, adding that value is good no matter where it is, what, what, what time of day or what time of night. If you got a minute, drop a gym. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. You can get ghosts after it. I've liked what I've liked what Thomas has has said on the app. I haven't I haven't listened to any one of his full rooms, but I, I I've popped in, and of course I was you know like I visited with Julie and Marcella and and um and and Thomas this morning, and that was re that's that's odd for me, you know, like jumping in. Like usually I'll, I'll I'll jump in with Julie, or if I see Mary Kay, I always like to support Mary Kay. I know I know it's a. And she's yeah. a she's a dear and uh, Dr. Rao and you know I got my I got my people and yourself and, and others uh, but but um, but rare for me to kind of jump on but I but I just felt I just felt I felt compelled today to do that so, so I'm, glad. That I'm glad I'm glad that you I'm glad that you noticed and and I appreciate the I appreciate the support I'm an early bird so I mean it's like when I wake up. I was like, okay, I don't even know what time. I clocked them to my, my uh, what do you call it, this, this A word. It gave me the wrong day and date and everything. <laughs> so, oh, man. so I'm going to go with the date it gave me. Because it what? said that when I came home, it's so funny. When I came home from California <clears throat> and I asked the A word, uh, what time is it, uh, what day, time it is, and she told me the wrong time. And I was like, what? I said, well, what day is it? And then she told me it was my daughter's birthday, 321. I was what? Like, what? Yes. And now, you know, it's been April for a while. Okay. Yeah. And I did not leave in March. I left in April. Oh, man. <laughs> so now I, 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 so I said, well, I wonder what it's going to say. I said, now, if, 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 if that was a message from her that yep. my, my A box was reset to her birthday when I got home and it says, uh, I guess the power went out, but if power went out, it should have been on one of them days that April was. But this yeah. jumped to 321, so I just felt that like it was another sign that, hey, I'm still here with you. You're not communicating. Because I have not, I have since I was feeling some type of way at the funeral and all that kind of stuff, I kind of like pulled, my, pulled myself back a little bit so that I can shore up some stuff. And then I shored up some stuff. I kind of must have blocked her because she came. I was walking down the street. This is so funny. Walking down the street, Martin, and the, the flag on the house says graduate of 20. And then it says 2020. I said, oh, they had a daughter that graduated in the old neighborhood in California. And then when the flag blew open, it was my daughter's name. I was like, uh, what the hell? And then girl. I come back here and her birthday 
is on this A box. The, you know, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, 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 it took me a little like while to, to figure anything. it out, but yeah. I, I don't like to say the lady. I'll say the lady in the room because she picks up everything. But she yeah, so does. now it says the 23rd. So I'm guessing I'm supposed to pay. I was going to say 21, uh, 31 because of what it was. But when I asked it today, it's on to March 23rd. So let's try with 32 or 23. You pick one because I don't want to uh, pick I already opened 23. Okay. Um, just because I thought that that's where you were going. Okay. I don't, I don't man, I don't even. This is I another one telling you to keep your mouth shut. So when you have nothing to say, you may as well keep your mouth shut. The wind and rain don't last forever. If nature knows enough to keep give it a rest sometime, so should you. If you're ready for Tao, you can live with Tao. If you're ready to succeed, you can live with success. If you're ready to fail, you can live with failure. Trust your instincts and others will trust you. Ooh, I like that. Because I'm going to be real. I was told I'm gonna be. I hate to say it like that. It sounds no mean when I say it to myself. I was told, I told, be your ass quiet. Yeah. So I get quiet, you know, and I come in a room and I get quiet. And say, hey, Louis, you know, come on up and some say, be your ass quiet. Mm -hmm. You know, I my voice talks to me in different voices. <laughs> you, know? you know, I have I have a number of I have a number of characters within me as well. Okay, so I mean, so I I'm, remember when I was younger, I used to have conversations between them. Yes, me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too, man. Oh man, Martin, are we weird? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I just think most people don't think about it. Most people like I, let I, that I, go and don't and don't and don't recognize. I think most people are having those conversations and just don't even recognize that they're happening. You know, I think I think you know the fact that we touch on things like Tao, we get mm -hmm. to be aware that this is happening. We get to be the observer, you know, and the right. more we can become the observer, the more mm -hmm. we can be ready. Like it is, <clears throat> you know, like this idea, like, are you ready for Tao? Are you ready for success? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to fail? Like if you're ready for these things, you can live with them you can accept yeah. them. And the thing is, a lot of people, you know, have fear when you say, are you ready to fail? And the thing is, is, failing is go on. I'm ready to die. How about that? Yeah, that's right. I, are you ready? I, mean, I, I have fear. The death does not bother me at all. Uh, success or failure does not bother. I mean, I've been through so much stuff to all those things to me are just things that people have labeled. I just look at, this is experiences, man. This is just experiences that I'm growing from, that I'm getting stuff from. And when I hear the word for me to be quiet, to take a pause, I take that pause. Mm -hmm. Okay, I take that pause because if I don't, then I'm not, I'm not going to present well for everybody because I may get into some of them lower vibration because my body is physically tired. And my mind is tired and yeah. I have to have time to, I, we, I sit here and I listen and, and this is Lois, this is Lois's world. I sit here and I listen to growing teaching and spiritual teaching most of the day when I'm doing working around my house or when I'm working on anything. And very seldom you, I, I, well, I don't really watch real TV, but I've been watching a few comedies lately because I've been told to be quiet, get away from 
some of this stuff because it's allowing and that quiet time allows me to thoroughly uh, <laughs> masticate it. I mean, just chew it up, mm-hmm. and, chew it up yeah. and chew it up and chew it up and digest it and let it become a part of me. And then if it comes up out of me, then it's mine coming up out of me. It's not like, oh, this is what I heard yesterday and this is what I did and this is what... No, I didn't hear that. I'm allowing stuff to come up out of me, but I got to put it in me for it to come up out of me. How about that yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. And some people just talk off the top about what they read and they really have no real experience with what, what it is. But when I know I don't have experience with whatever it is and I have nothing to of, of value to, if I have no value to add, I try to shut my ass up because yeah. otherwise I'm, I'm talking <clears throat> in judgment. You know, I'm I, I'm looking at this and that, you know, we've talked about this last line, first line kind of business, like trust mm-hmm. your instincts and others will trust you. OK, so that's the last line. And yes. in the beginning, we have like when you have nothing to say, you may as well keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when you have nothing to say, you may as well keep your mouth shut. But many people uh, in the world think they got shit to say. You know what I'm saying? Like many people are out there and really believe they have some shit to say and they're trying to get out and make sure it gets said. They got a message and they got all this stuff. But, you know, is that message coming from a place of fear, coming from a place of inadequacy? Where is that message coming from when you have nothing to say, but you have to trust your instincts to know if you have something to say. And Mm -hmm. that is looking inside of you and really kind of, if you're ready for Tao, you can live with Tao, meaning you can live with that within you and you can be in touch with this when you have nothing to say, you may as well keep your mouth shut. The wind and rain don't last forever. And if nature knows enough to give it a rest sometimes, so should you. And if, you know, like there's that, there's that line in the Tao that talks about like, you know, wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need yeah. to prove their point aren't wise. When we look at that line and we, we, we kind of compare it here when you have nothing to say, if you're trying to prove something, you got nothing to say. You got nothing to say. You might you might feel like you have something to prove. But if you have nothing to say, you may as well keep your mouth shut. So like looking at like, do I asking that question, do I actually have something to say? Yeah, my, my thing is, do I have something to say that would add value? It's not just do I have something to say, because like you said, give was something your something to say may come out of judgment. Like I had a it was on the thing last night and somebody was on on the hair and they were just spouting off and calling and dumb blonde jokes and all, oh my God. And it was just bugging the crap out of me. No, and man. I can't think of anything constructive to say. So I checked out of the talk. Okay. Yeah. And then it said, no, I can't do that because we have, we've set standards here, wisdom, where we don't get on people's stages and, 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 and make jokes at the expenses, expense of other people and talk like that. So I was like, how do I do this? So I, I prayed about it. I hope pun upon it all the way through the conversation because mm-hmm. I was being triggered by this, all that name calling. So I went on the back page and I told the person who it was, you know, uh, um, what was the conversation about? Because I didn't understand even the topic. I, I figured maybe I missed something, you know, yeah. so I, they said, no, and I don't like this either. And I'm like, uh, and I just said, uh, 
you know, because I'm thinking, why are they still on the stage? Why didn't you tell them to stop that? Because I, I didn't know where I walked into is what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I was not going to judge and I was not going to do anything. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, you're being judgmental, Lewis. Get out of here. You know, and but still, I was still troubled by it. And I was like, why is it in my gut? What is this? So I hope on upon it again. And like I said, it was a matter of, I if I couldn't say nothing to the person to add value, to help deal with the situation at hand, I was not going to say anything. But then it, because I said something, it brought a whole new conversation up of how to deal with people when they come on your stage and start disrespecting and blah, blah, blah. So it was a learning lesson for all involved in the end. But at the, for, at the, at the offset, all I would have been, if I said something, came up on stage, I'd have said something, I would have been all judgmental, two guns barreling, okay, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, work my, I work hard. I work really, really, and now, and, you know, I don't work hard. I work at my pace, and it, it's challenging to stay out of judgment because everything is labeled. So it's hard to stay out of judgment, those adjectives, all that kind of stuff. And, and when I get triggered, I, if I can't say something valuable that's going to help me heal or help the other person realize that they, that they're saying stuff that may be offensive to other people, you know, we have to make boundaries. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I learned to sh like like yesterday. I didn't say anything uh, outward. I didn't say anything big, and you no, know, I just would pull back and say, let me let me talk to them behind the scenes and see yeah. what's going on. Make sure I'm understanding what I'm seeing. And then when they said, oh, my God, I don't like it, I'm thinking, okay, get them off your stage. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't tell her that. I didn't tell her that. No, either. no, no. That's not my job. That is That's not right. My... And she handled it. And she handled it. And I got up there and say, thank you, you handled it. <laughs> you yeah. know, but I didn't have value to add in on the stage but because it wouldn't have came off right. So I That's went right. on stage and added the value that I could. But I know when to shut up because my thing was I wasn't even the only person that walked out that room. Okay, somebody right, else. Right. I mean, yeah, I I turned the volume down. I did this. I did. I was like, okay. So, I, but I thought it was me. I really did. But I appreciate this this one because, yeah, I had to learn when to shut up, and I had to learn when to be quiet. I had to learn when I should do what I should do, and when I should make moves, when I should go on this app, when I should stay off this app, all of that kind of stuff. So. I just, I don't know. That just, that, that touch, that one touched me because of what happened last night. Cause I had to shut up. Cause I was yeah. been, um, you know, you, you kind of know. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. You just got cut off. If you wanted to land that you come back on and you do that. Um, but I absolutely get where you're coming from Lois and, uh, Frankie, I'm going to get to you in a second. And you know, this one where it says, if nature knows enough, going to give it a rest sometime, so should you. And I think that that's a really important yeah. aspect. It's like, you know, give it a rest, like your judgment, give it a rest, like be here and understand that like dumb blonde jokes and all that kind of stuff. Where do those things, where do those, you know, like it, it's always important to bring it back. Like, why is this triggering for me? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. is this, is this, what, what, what is here? What is here within mm -hmm. me? Because I am greater than all these things. And yet mm -hmm. I am being brought down to this level or I am being put in a position where I am looking at the physical. Where is the depth of the Tao within me? 
that mm-hmm. and and you were guided beautifully right you you got upset yeah. you 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 were guided by that frustration and, and you I connected paid, I somebody paid, i forgave i forgave. Yeah. i must have said hope on a pun prayer a whole bunch of times because that was just one of the lines that that and i was like and i look and then when I, then i just to make sure I'm, I'm like okay let me look in the room and i saw a lot of people in the room that had some issues then I know that part of it was uh, being ridiculed and name called and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, wow, they, they going to trigger some people. That's why, because <clears> I, I, like I said, I was triggered a little bit and, and I wasn't about that business, but I don't like name calling. I just don't like labels and name right. calling and jokes at other expenses. So like I but said, it's also, it, it's it, also important for each and every one of us to see our triggers too. Mm-hmm. And so like, not yeah. only was it great for them to be in that space, if they can bring it back and say, Hmm, how am I feeling versus up? Yeah. Oh, I'm a victim of your words. Right. And so these are opportunities yeah. for each of us to choose to grow. whether to, if you're ready for Tao, you can live with Tao, even if that's painful. If you're ready for, to succeed, you can live with success, even if that's difficult. If you're ready to fail, you can live with failure, just even as that continues to challenge us to grow. Trust your instincts and everyone will trust you. And you trusted your instincts, said something, taught like someone learned something without you teaching them and you were able to speak you were able to teach without words as we talk about pretty deeply in the doubt oh beautiful beautiful thank you for wrapping that up for me I absolutely love but it. hey you dare to grow if you dare to grow you know you're going to get growing pains and and you got to recognize those are just growing pains or or what i call a learning curve because whenever you learn something new there's a curve it takes about six months for you to get it locked in real good where it's where it's true to yours so there's always a learning curve and and like i said i didn't know where i fell in that one but in the end we all learn something about ourselves and about others and about being careful when you go on somebody else's stage being respectful of the of how they how they run they you know what i'm saying it was it was a it was a teachable moment. It turned into a beautiful teachable hour because it lasted the, the a backlash of this thing lasted an hour, but it turned out beautiful. But I thank you, Martin. Absolutely, a beautiful person, oh. and I just love you to death. Oh, and, I love you as well. And I'm glad. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're out here. You know, like, you know, keeping keeping a high line for us out here on wisdom. I just, I just liked how, what I came into when I first came here and I just wanted to stay, keep its integrity and it can't keep its integrity. If, if we're allowing people to come up and disrespect us and we don't pay, draw no boundaries. Right. And we have to also allow people to find their space. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a delicate balance of being and and being present. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, we're going to bring Frankie on. Lois, uh, so beautiful. Thank you so much for all that you do here on the, in the community as well as for yourself because we all benefit from that. Frankie, how are you? Martin, John, good morning. Good morning. It's been a minute. How are you? Yeah. How's, how's yeah. your move going? <laughs> um, well, that's not happening. That uh, that got that got uh, slashed, if you will. Oh, my you, God. Um, well. Yeah, you know what? Uh, honestly, it was probably for the best. I started everything is uh, i started seeing red flags he, uh hearing things that weren't gonna mix with where you know my journey is heading and okay. i respectfully declined which you know what i felt 
a little hurt after, but it um turned into I made the right decision and going to continue down the road and I'll land where I'm supposed to land when I'm supposed to land there. And I'm focusing on me still and not in a selfish Good way. on you. And but how's I'm, everything going with your, your ex? With, um, you know, that conversation ended. <laughs> okay. Um, right, it, went, things... it went right back to where it was 13 years ago. And as soon that's as I right. felt that, that's okay. Things um, ebb and flow. There's slow, yeah. there's slow growth and there's no was, growth. And... If you recall, I said I was going to keep my guard up and I did. Good. Um, you got to wanted... protect yourself. Yeah, yeah, I have to. I've, uh, you know, I've done my wrong. I've owned uh, my mistakes and my behaviors. And, you know, sometimes it takes others little longer to do the same thing. And I, I respect that as well. So um, if I may, I wanted to elaborate real quick on what Lois was saying, because it kind of brought up a memory back in December. If you recall, I took a hiatus off of wisdom because the holidays are a trigger for me. And mm-hmm. I, you know, allowed some a situation to trigger me to where I said some things that I, you know, can't take back, obviously. But um, I owned them, and I also referred back to that book I read, The Four Agreements, if, if you've read that book. Yeah, I'm in addiction. I read it. <laughs> yeah, so you understand. Um, you know, not to take things personal and not to assume, yeah. do your best. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I and everything Lois said brought back that memory, and sometimes you just got to allow people to do what they do, but you don't have to stick around and listen to it. So, that's right. But if yeah. you are called to stick around and listen to it, because like Lois was, you know, yeah. she wasn't able to walk away. Um, she said something and, and it moved through her. Like, mm-hmm. however, that and that's and that's a beautiful thing. But no, yeah. you're right. Like, like, you know, you don't have to stick around. And if you do, you don't have to judge that either. And so you right. Just, like, but I understand how she of, feels. And I, I, I'm passionate about things. And when something sounds wrong and it, it, it triggers me. I just, I'm to a point in life, you know, throughout the training I've been through with distress, distress tolerance, behavioral training, um, interpersonal communication skills, things along those lines. They've taught me to, you know, turn my back, walk away and not even entertain it. So in any event, yeah. um, yeah, it's been a minute and we, I can do a three digit number, correct? I uh, too. No. Oh, two. one to 81, two. one to 81. Okay, one to eighty-one. Well, I'm gonna do forty-three. That was my backup number. <laughs> forty-three. A three-digit number would be fine if we had. Any. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, because I'm still learning the whole Dow thing. But um, yeah. I had two numbers in mind that have been in my mind all week, and forty-three is is uh, an important one as well. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Let me. I'm I'm looking at a couple different translations. I'm going to read Isabel Mears. Now, this is an old translation, so the text might be... That's okay. might be a little odd. In the world, when we arrive at gentleness, we press forward to overcome all hardness. To possess inner life, we enter it by our own private doorway. Oh. We do this in order to know, in overflowing fullness, the possession of activity, of inner life, overflowing fullness of activity. Okay, so that's a that, that was printed twice. Overflow fullness of activity of inner life with power to impart it to others without words. Few men in the world attain this. So I'm going to read that again, just so I can like 
like read it properly because I got because there's a there's a there's a point where there's two things written right where a thing is written twice in the world when we arrive at gentleness we press forward to overcome all hardness to possess inner life we enter it by our own private doorway we do this in order to know in overflowing fullness we we do this to know the overflowing fullness, the possession of activity of inner life. That is the part that I'm getting mussed up by. The power to impart it to others without words, few men in the world attain uh, world attain this. Okay. So so there is this like I love this. I love what it's saying. So let's let's break it down line by line so that we can get through that middle part that I'm that I'm still trying to figure out. I think that middle part I kind of have a, a good translation of, but I want to I want to hear yours first to see if I'm close. Yeah. So we start with this in the world when we arrive at gentleness, we press forward to overcome all hardness. How does that land for you? Well, man, I'll tell you. Um, it, it does strike a nerve because I've run into a lot of things that are that are comfortable. However, there are moments of that comfort that make me understand that I'm not I'm not where I need to be, and I have to keep pushing through it because I still have some hard stuff coming up. Yeah, that's the way I read it or or, or understand it. Yeah, in a in the world. When we arrive at gentleness, we press forward to overcome all hardness. You know, when I look at this, like overcoming hardness, overcoming like the, the hardness would be like your ex, right? right? Presenting hard lines, presenting uh, rigidness, presenting uh, frustration, presenting all these things. But when we arrive at gentleness, when we arrive at this space of yielding, when we arrive at the space of forgiving, we can overcome hardness. And that's kind of how I see that. And I think it's along the same lines that you were talking. Yeah, I was going to say, um, yeah, uh, because, to, yeah, I mean, that it just makes sense it, it, to me. And with what's going on with my wife, I didn't allow it to stop me, but I, I, over, I overcame it, even though it frustrated me. Where right. years ago, I would have hung on to that and probably still been angry today, even though it was, you know, months ago. And it's, you know, it's very likely that when you arrive at gentleness and then you overcome that hardness, that hardness gets soft for a moment. And then mm -hmm. you start to get comfortable with that softness that 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 hardness changed into. Right. And then the hardness gets hard again. Right. Exactly. And, that's and then you once again have to dig deeper to get even more gentle. Instead of flying off the handle, I just said, cut, cut it. And that was it. Right. Which is, which, which, you know, like cutting that cord or, 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 or putting up that wall, that's hardness again. Right. And I, and I've learned that that, that is a, a thing that is very important in life to be able to, you know, detach, block, put a wall up. I mean, mm. when, when you build a prison, they, you know, they put a, th a six foot thick wall, 20 feet under the ground, 20 feet up with razor wires for a reason to keep evil yeah. in and protect the good that's outside. So it's the same kind of the same thing 
in my yeah opinion. i would i would i would <laughs> well it's more yeah, abrasive I'm, I'm going i'm going to i'm going to step away from those 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 words evil and good inside outside and all that just because again i'm coming from no and i, understand I do that. talk about and i do talk a lot about prisons and stuff and how yes, I respect how, that. How, how it is uh, it is an institution and so and so I, I, I understand where you're coming from and and we're gonna look at this next line which is really interesting when we possess inner life we enter by our own private doorway yeah see like this is like this is now we're now there's this this term inner life which we're going to see again a couple times in this uh in this verse to possess inner life we enter by our own private doorway this is you this mm -hmm. is nobody can teach you how to enter your inner life nobody can show you how to enter to possess inner life we have to enter by our own private doorway. Yep, and that, that, that makes a lot of sense in my case because um, a lot of times, you know, many, many people in my past have tried to guide me and I understand now that that word should have been control. Um, I've been controlled and now I understand who I am as a person and I move at a different pace than others and I have found some peace with all the lessons I've learned actually, believe it or not. Yeah, no, I believe it. And now the line that I had, I had must up a couple times and I would love to hear your, your, your yeah. take on it, but I'm going to read it and I'm going to, I'm going to change a couple words around as I understand them and see if I can understand this a little bit better. We do this in order to know completely the activity of inner life overflowing fullness because it says here we do this in order to know in overflowing fullness so i'm going to change in overflowing fullness to completely we okay. do this in order to know completely the possession of activity of inner life yeah to have right so in we do this in order to completely know that we have the activity of inner life that we can that we can engage in inner life yeah that that's how i want to say that no that resonates with me um i under you know i also realize and understand that people translate things differently yeah. but i mean for me that that just backs up the fact that i've started to let the spiritual um things come into my life and to be able to feed off of that and understand now fully that that's what i've been missing in my life up until now and yeah. i finally you know understand completely that that's been missing and i'm slowly and still trying you know i'm still learning that i mean i'll never stop learning that and i've allowed certain things in that won't hurt me and feeding off of that to kind of for or you know move ahead if you will so i mean that's I, how yeah i, I absolutely agree with that right like and that's us entering by our own private doorway right to possess inner life we enter it by our own private doorway and right. we enter it by our own private doorway we do this to know completely that we possess the grace of inner life like right. if we had to learn it if we had to learn it from outside of ourselves, 
then we wouldn't completely know that we possess this grace of inner life. We would be learning it from some external. And so here we are in the world, when we arrive at gentleness, when we arrive at that softness, we can overcome anything. <laughs> That's a great, it, I got him man. That, that, I'll tell you something about that after you finish, because that, wow, that, that made sense. Right, to possess inner life, to possess inner life, which helps us arrive at gentleness. We enter through our own private doorway and we do that. We, we do that, ex we have that experience of entering through our own private doorway so that we can completely know that we possess the grace of inner life, which gives us the strength to arrive at gentleness so that we can press forward through everything. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's funny that you brought that up because uh, just the other evening, I got pretty stressed about something that was going on stressed enough <laughs> stressed enough that i got in my car drove up and sat in the liquor store parking lot for about an hour mm. and and i and i didn't go in but mm -hmm. i what i did is i i sat there and i and i processed my feelings why was i there what you know why did i allow that 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 to, you know particular situation to trigger me However, I, I knew enough inside that that was not the answer. The answer was to go home, process the thoughts, the feelings, emotions, and allow it to push me forward in a better way than diving back to the bottom of the sea, if you will. Yeah. So that, that was a strong statement there. And it made me feel like my decision the other night was the best one I've made in a long time because I almost went back and I haven't had that urge in eight years almost. Yeah, you know, it's, it, you know, it, escape is is strong with it. It is, and yeah. and and I've been saying so many times that I've never had that urge since. Well, I'm still vulnerable, no matter what. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, like like you're only sober right now. You're only you're like your recovery. You know, may take yep. you out of that. Like, and and that yeah. is that's that's scary. But that is. Oh, I was scared. That, I'm yeah. like, man, I'm I can't believe I'm even sitting here, but. I didn't do it and that I was yeah. so proud to just be able to put the car and drive and leave yeah, and, and go home. And did I have some emotions after that? Yeah, of course. I. Yeah. You were just cut out. So why don't you come back in and we'll land that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, it, it made me understand that recovery is a lifelong thing. And, you know, I'm, I, anybody who's, you know, been through recovery or going through recovery, it, it never ends. And we, you know, as people recovering are always vulnerable, especially when triggers, stress or anything like that comes along. So for me, that was a very powerful moment. One of the most powerful I've had in a long time because I was able to stop observe um you know take a look at everything that was going on process it and, mm -hmm. and then and then come to the determination that that wasn't going to answer my problems and i went home and completed processing it and actually had a pretty good night's sleep after that so i i understand how important recovery is now and it made me understand it even more at that moment so I, you know, for me, that was a very proud moment and one of the proudest yeah. I've had. And 
I, I need, probably needed to go through that moment to understand that I'm still vulnerable and I still have to, you know, be um, diligent humble. with my self-care. Yeah. So, you got to um, stay humble. Yeah. And lots of things humble. have been shifting. Lots of things have been shifting in your life, you know? Which, yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, like we really, really need to kind of focus on. Yeah. You know, as this one wraps up, and I thought that there was uh, a repetition of words, and there is, it does yeah. say once again, overflowing fullness of activity of inner life. But when we, when we hear that, that's, that's really confusing. And so I want to, I want to once again, replace it with the words that I was coming up with that help me understand it, which is being f completely full of the grace of inner life. We have the power to impart it to others without words. Yeah. That's, that's also powerful because sometimes silence is more powerful than, um, noise. That's right. And just like the one that I was talking mm -hmm. about with Lois, it's mm -hmm. like, hey, if you give it a rest sometimes. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't have to, you don't always have to be saying shit. Yeah. You don't have so, to entertain everybody's, I don't want to say any bad words. You don't have to entertain everyone's crap. And right. I, I used to feel the need to always chime in when I felt mm -hmm. something wasn't right. But then slowly with the guidance and help of sincere people like yourself, understand that everyone's got a story everyone's got issues and my issues might not be the same as others however i don't have to entertain other people's issues i gotta worry about myself first and foremost and i do respect how lois felt because i've i've, I've felt that and i'm passionate when i think something's not right or something's off my gums used to flap <laughs> for me yeah. it never worked out <laughs> Um, and I own that. I, I, you know, I will own that until the day I'm six feet under. I've said some things and behaved in ways that are unbecoming of who I really am. So, um, again, um, thanks for um, providing this information to me because for me, it just helps me get further ahead and, and understand that I, I do have a, a purpose and I will fulfill my dreams. I'm just going to keep working and understand that I am vulnerable at any moment and protect myself yeah. first and foremost and again um if lois is still out there I, I i i support her i i don't think i've ever officially met her or spoke with her but i felt her vibes and understand where she was at that very moment oh well you and lois should definitely speak together if you haven't jesus Christ. Yeah. i can't believe you guys haven't talked together no I but, don't but think either way like, like this one this one ends with this uh few men in the world attain this mm-hmm and attain this connection to inner life, right? Like we're, we're often, so, so I want to, I want to continue talking about this 42. If you got to go, you go, you go ahead and you can no, I'm good. click out, but, but I do want to continue talking about this. I got no one in line. So, you know, like if I can talk about this one for another 10, sure. 10 minutes, that'd be fine. Um, so I want to read it over because what we have in the beginning here is in the world, when we arrive at gentleness, we press forward to overcome all hardness. So when we arrive at gentleness within ourselves, we can overcome any adversity. Like, let's right. just uh, like make it that. Now, this is, this starts with in the world, but after this, we know that we're going to be talking about inner, inner life. That is not, inner life is not in the world. But in, in the world, when we arrive at gentleness, we can overcome all adversity. And this is about like water and rock and like the gentleness 
of things, when, when gentleness can overcome, when gentleness can, can be present, it can overcome all adversity. To possess okay. inner life, we enter it by our own private door. That inner life is where we have to go to find the gentleness, to yeah. find the yielding, to find the depth of the void that is within us without the structures of the world around us, kind of dictating how things go. And this yeah. is our own private door. This means that our experience is going to lead us to this, not you know, like I know Mark was talking about coaches and other stuff like this. Yes, of course, we need mentors. We need coaches. We need to be able to hear and learn. But we have to recognize that we are not being taught anything. We're learning something. What is our experience when we can recognize that this moment in the world, when we arrive at gentleness, this moment is mine, not I'm not the victim to it. The 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 moment, the experience, the not the experience, the the things that are happening are hard, they're solid, they're material. Yes. But how I'm experiencing it is gentle. And that when I can recognize that this experience is happening within me, now I can possess inner life. But the only way I can possess that is by taking my own private doorway. Yeah, that, that resonates with me too, because I used to always have have this like, feeling and belief that I had to be a tough guy to get through the hard things. And in reality, all that did was hold me back because I was entertaining other people's needs or wants or um, addictions, I guess, if you will. So for me to, to put the tough guy away and understand that that is the last thing I, I need to, to possess or, or bring out has allowed me to, to find my way into, you know, slowly understanding spiritual guidance and I don't, you know, I, any lesson or any time anyone's tried to coach me, I take it for what it is and, and take, you know, a lesson from each and every one of the people that have tried to teach me things. Right. I and then you make it my own. your own. You yeah, don't right, exactly. regurgitate their work. No, no. And, and that's the way I've learned here in the last like six or seven years is that my life, I'm going to translate things and, and take from things what I will and make it my own and, and that's you know probably why i'm still around and, and ticking but um for me it's it's been a journey i'll, I'll tell you it's been a journey since mm -hmm. my head's cleared out you know obviously when you're full of alcohol you can't think yeah. clearly and there's nobody there's nobody out there that can say they do because you're full of toxins and right. you know for me to be able to to have that clear mind has been pretty much the reason i've allowed these things in getting me to this moment. So very, very yeah. cool stuff, man. As always very, very deep and, and, uh, very appreciated by me. Yeah. So. And you know, like, so it talks about entering through your own private doorway and your own private doorway definitely revolves around thinking clearly and being in your own mind, right. being able to not be under the influence of whether it's right. alcohol or the education system or any of the other systems that right. we have, or even distraction. And we do this, we enter, we do this, we enter the, our own private doorway uh, to know that, to, to completely know that we possess the grace of inner life. And the grace of inner life is that gentleness. It is yeah. the grace that we have to overcome adversity. It is the grace that we have. And so that's what, that's what inner life is, is, is like that possession 
of the grace of inner life. We have the grace of that which is within us, that which is Tao. Yeah. We have it within us. Amazing. It, it really is because, you know, you, you know, and I, I don't like to go back to the past, but sometimes looking back one second to see all the hallways and stairways you've gone down or up and how many walls you've had to break through to finally find that inner, inner self or that inner door. Yeah. Is, is quite amazing. And, you know, everybody again has their own individual stories. My story is, is deep and I know my story and, but here's the good thing. I don't know how my story is going to end yet. And that's, what's so exciting. Right. And, and, you know, people like you that are helping me understand more and more, even if we haven't talked in a month, that doesn't matter. The fact right. is I've made it back to, to continue my education so it's it's really exciting stuff and and i always love hearing hearing this because it 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 really boosts my my motivation to to continue my journey and to continue it clear-minded because like i said i'm i understood the other night i'm still vulnerable i'm not over Mm -hmm. that yet and i might never get over it and probably that's okay but as long as i know that i can stay strong mentally and understand inside i'm learning spirituality i'll get through any moment no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So very cool stuff, Martin, John. Absolutely. I, I do appreciate you and uh, I will um, continue my journey and, and keep you posted as I go. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And, and, and I thank you once again, and I'll land my plane there. So other people. Sounds can. good. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, thanks as always. Frankie J out. Yep. Thank you, Frankie, man. It's always nice to have him on. So I want to finish this. I want to, I want to read this one once again. Because I've made a number of adjustments to it so I can understand it better. And I hope this helps you understand it as well. In the world, when we arrive at gentleness, we press forward to overcome all hardness. This is the soft overcoming the hard. In the world, in the world out here in the world, when we arrive at gentleness, when we can be gentle, we press forward to overcome all hardness. To possess inner life, we enter it by our own private door. If you want to possess, if you want to possess that life that is within you, if you want to possess the Tao within you, you have to enter it by your own private door. You are not going to learn about it. You're not going to learn how to do that. Even here on Tao of the Day, you're going to actually have to find it for yourself. We do this in order to know completely that we possess the grace of inner life. Because if you don't enter, if you don't possess inner life by entering it through your own private door, you are going to look elsewhere to believe that you have the grace of inner life. But in order, and, and, and you won't actually have it. it, it will be just out of reach all the time. But we, that's why we have to enter it through our own private door. We enter it through our own private door so that we can completely know that we possess the grace of inner life because that is, that is within us. And once completely filled with the grace of inner life, once completely filled and understand that we own the grace of inner life, we have the empower to impart it without words to others. Few men in the world attain this. And this is a, this is this is one of the great things about life is having a goal that you 
probably won't or never can attain. And you just keep working at it every day. Just keep working. Just keep working. Just keep working. Few men in the world attain this. It's beautiful. So I'm going to read this as it's written uh, as I wrap up, uh, just so you guys can see how much change I made. But, but it says the same thing, I believe. In the world, when we arrive at gentleness, we press forward to overcome all hardness. To possess inner life, we enter it through our own private doorway. We do this in order to know in overflowing fullness the possession of activity of inner life, overflowing fullness of activity of inner life with power to impart it to others without words. Few men in the world attain this. So that's how it's written in the Isabel Mears 1916 edition of the Tao. Uh, I appreciate you guys so much for coming on. This is Tao of the Day. If you have a number between 1 and 81 you want to pick, why don't you come up and, and we'll read through it. We definitely uh, can not use the Isabel Mears version. I only like to use her version on the odd occasion because it is, it, it is beautiful and I love her version. Um, but uh, it is difficult sometimes to read. Uh, it's from a different time. It's I don't know if it's poetic uh, or if it's logic or what. I don't know what she was basing all of that on. But I really appreciate her her translation of the Tao, and I'm glad that Frankie joined me on that journey because it was a it was a big deal to try and break that down and understand it as uh, as it could relate to what is going on with us at the moment. So uh, if you have a number between 1 and 81 you want to choose, uh, definitely step up and pick a number. I don't have anyone in the queue currently. Um, I am going to start to wrap up, but if you step up, I would definitely love to have you on. My name is Martin John. I am the recovery mentor. I talk about recovery quite a bit, uh, but uh, Monday through Friday, I come on here to talk about the Tao of the day and the Tao Te Ching. Tao Te Ching is an ancient text written about 600 BCE, and there's 81 chapters or verses to it, and I like to share them with you, which is why I ask you to pick a number between 1 and 81. If you're interested in working with me, if you're interested, if you benefit from the work that I do, definitely uh, Click on my link and you can give me a tip through uh, Venmo at martinjohn underscore Garcia or through my link tree directly. I appreciate you guys for uh, being here. And if you're interested, uh, once again, just step on up and give me a number between 1 and 81. Otherwise, uh, I will uh, close out this room. Uh, there's only so much. We covered numbers 13, 23, and 43 this morning. And who is next, Kristen? Oh, my girl. It's been a minute since I've had you on the Dow. I really appreciate you stepping up. How's it going? Hello, beautiful. Well, you know, this is the exact time that I drop off my daughter. So I, I think you come on when I'm, you know, in the morning frenzy. And that's why frenzy. sometimes I miss you. But I literally just opened the app. I'm like, why is there not someone talking to Martin John? And I need to be in that space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, when people don't want to talk, I, I, I just said, okay, I'll step away. That's fine. I yeah. don't have to. Well, I'm, 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 it's always wonderful to connect with Yay. you. Love you so yeah. much. And I love you What too. you bring to the app and, and what you bring to the world. Yay. Thank you. Likewise, you know. Okay. So I didn't even have a time to think of a number, so I'm just going to go with seven. 
Seven is funny. I was looking at I was looking in the seventies for you, and I didn't know. Ooh. I was just like, oh, where is that? And then oh, you. Oh, let's. How about how about seven D? Seven D. Or should I go with seven? Uh, You said seven. You don't. It's not should. I mean, I'll go seven. Yeah, let's go seven. Off we go. Okay, seven. Um, The Tao is infinite, eternal. Why is it eternal? It was never born, thus it can never die. Why is it infinite? It has no desire for itself, thus it is present for all beings. The master stays behind, that is why she is ahead. She is detached from all things, that is why she is at one with them. Because she has let go of herself, she is perfectly fulfilled. Thoughts? Is that the whole thing? That's the whole thing. <coughs> My, um, you, I had a glitch about sentence two. So if you could reread that, I oh, would yeah. be really grateful. the Tao is infinite eternal why is it eternal it was never born thus it can never die why is it infinite it has no desire for itself thus it can be present for all beings okay and then what's the rest again the master (coughs) stays behind that is why she is ahead she is detached from all things that is why she is at one with them because she has let go of herself, she is perfectly fulfilled. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I feel that most days. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes not so much. Um, if it's what I think it is, I feel I feel like like in the end part of this, we're talking about humility just kind of a detachment from form, mm-hmm. a, a no worries, hakuna matata sort of gig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what, that's kind of what I'm getting from that is, I don't know, maybe this might be an age thing or it could be an evolution thing. I don't know, but it's like the older I get, the less I need, the less I am attached to opinions of others like i just want to be yeah i remember you talking to me about your husband i believe when he was saying something to the effect of like is there something wrong with me because i don't watch it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all we've we've had that conversation yeah where where he's like you know i used to hustle 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 and try to you know gotta get this gotta get that gotta get the other thing gotta 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 and and i was like that too but i think not maybe to the extent that he was you know how he explained his his 20s and 30s yeah. And and we were both sitting there one day just like, so what's next? And we were like, I don't know. And he goes, I don't really want anything. And I go, neither do I. Right. You know, and uh, recently went and got a new car and basically could have bought anything we wanted. I'm not saying Ferraris or whatever. And he was like, what do you want? I'm like, you know, I really want a Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> I love Toyotas. Yeah. And, and he was like, okay. I mean. It was weird. It was really weird. So yeah, I, is that what this number seven is about in the in the bottom end of it? It's just kind of well, like right. A- and so like I, I I'm I'm really intrigued that you broke it into two parts because I do as well, right? So the first part expresses this kind of essence of the Tao, 
Yes. Right. So the Tao is infinite, eternal. It's just making these statements. The Tao is infinite, eternal. Why is it eternal? It was never born, thus it can never die. Why is it infinite? It has no desire for itself, thus it is present for all beings. So, you know, the Tao puts us in this position of being like, hey, here is this thing that you're attached to. How close can you live in accordance with it? Yeah. And so when we talk about like it's it was never born, thus it can never die. It has no desire for itself. Thus, it is present for all beings. This is you. You are eternal. Your body was born and your body will die. But you will not. Right. Right. It was never born. Thus, it can never die. It has no desire for itself. Thus, it is present for all beings. When we get into our bodies, we definitely have desires for ourselves. Yes. I was thinking that as you were reading it, I'm like, it sounds like kind of an egoless state. Right. Now, this is the Tao. This is not mm-hmm. saying this is how you have to be, but the concept of the Tao is how... Of just you... the concept. Got it. Got it. Right. Can you, can you get close to this? Right? Like, and so now yeah. the second part is the master. The master, the person, the person who can embody the Tao stays behind. That is why she is ahead. How does that resonate? Mm. Especially after talking about never born, never die, no desire for itself, present for all beings. Mm-hmm. Okay, say that part again, the, the sentence again. The master stays behind. That is why she is ahead. I think that's about flow and following inspiration and allowing God to lead. That's what that says to me. Absolutely. You know, it yeah, is about but, is about living in collaboration. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Not. Not trying to be in control, not trying to get ahead, get ahead, get ahead. No, 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 no. I'm going to do yeah. what is needed here now. Yes. And not counting matrix and not caring about likes and not, you know, right. it, it's just about what feels good in the moment. And I and I do. That is where I really try to live. Like even to what do I feel like eating? You know, what does my body want right now? So it's not even just about business or anything like that. It's just what feels, what feels, what is my next inspired step? Right. And when you can do that, right. When you can do that with food and when you can do that with your actions, when you can do that with your movement, when you can do that with everything that you do, then you are increasingly healthy. Yeah. in your mind and in your body. And yeah, sure. You might not be as fast as somebody that's training every day to run. You might not be, you know, you might not um, get as many nutrients as somebody who is purposefully trying to be ahead of the curve in terms of like what they're getting and, you know, like, because they're writing a diet book or something like that, right? Like you yeah. might not be in line with them, but, but you are still ahead because you are doing what you need to do. Well, and I feel like the body will guide us. That's right. That's right. I, I mean, so maybe you don't need all of the. That's what you I'm know, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like they might have more I, nutrients in their body, but, but do they need those nutrients in their body? Like who knows? Right. right? Like, well, like, that's exactly right. Or maybe it's an excess and they're just right. excreting it out. You know what right. I'm saying? They're just, they're just <laughs> taking it in because 
they have this worldly idea that they are better than, that they are ahead. But really, you mm. stay behind because you're a master, right? The master stays behind. That is why she is ahead. She's not trying to get all this praise. She's not trying to be the most, the best in all of this. She is being her. See, that's what I, I see that I, and it's a good, I like that position to be in because it's more of the observer than the computer. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a more peaceful place, I believe too. It's kind of weird. It's like, it's almost like in life, I'm just going to say this. It was almost like God didn't allow me to, like the minute I tried to compete, I was pushed down. Yeah. Like, no, like it, it like, I'm not even allowed to go into competition. <laughs> right. Like, not meaning yeah. literally like running a race. Cause I was a gymnast and I, you know, those type of things, but it was anytime that my ego brain tried to compete, I was pushed down and I, and I, I, I believed it, you know, at some point. So I just said, okay, that's not what I do anymore. I don't mentally compete with other people or does that make sense? Yes. Have you had that experience? Like I'm, I'm where, I don't know, the God corrects me <laughs> is I remember in high school trying to be catty. And the second I was it, man, it, they call it karma, but whatever you want to call it, the energy I was putting out came back and bit me. And I was like, yep, don't do that. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I, I've kind of been pushed into, but I was listening too cause I can, I can imagine there's people out there that don't listen. Yeah. They need, they need, to, they need to have the things happen over and over and increasingly, increasingly more and more, mm -hmm. um, you know, to have more and more at stake every time as well. And yeah. they still don't listen, you yeah. know? And so, so yeah, the master stays behind. That is why she said, you, like, you are, are you going to try and, and follow everybody with being catty because, you know, your group of friends are being catty. So you're yeah. going to go ahead and be, catty. no, you're going to stay behind. And that is going to give you that leg up when you're moving forward. Yes, maybe you might lose your group of friends, but that still keeps you ahead. Just because you are attached to that group of friends doesn't mean that that's going to get you to where you need to go. That's why I think it's, I think they call that the master because um, not judging what's happening in form as good or bad. Right. And, and just being in that place, like I've learned that now by 54, that when I just, like if a friend wants to come into my life, great. If a friend wants to leave my life, great. Great. And like Byron <laughs> Katie, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Byron Katie says, when someone says I love you, that's nice. When someone says I hate you, that's nice. Right. Like mm -hmm. it's just that place of whatevs. Yeah. Like it's okay. It's all okay. And that's what brings us into the next line. She is detached from all things. That is why she is at one with yeah. them. Yeah. Like to be at one with someone that hates you, like you can love them through that. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's cool. You can hate me. You can also love that moment that you're going to die. Right? That, that yeah. is going to come and you can welcome that rather than being afraid of that moment. Because it's coming. Right. And if somebody doesn't like us, that's a, you know, a machination of their mind. That's not because of who we truly are. So we can choose offense or not. Right. If we, and if we, you know, if like, we, yeah. if we do choose offense, 
that, you know, I've been talking oh, since I got back from my retreat like, about this idea of like, yeah, things are going to happen in the world. But mm-hmm. when you experience them, when you experience them, that's your experience. So that person might hate you. And that is a neutral thing. Them hating you is a neutral thing. Your experience of them hating you is now yes, personal. Exactly. Right? Oh, well so said, you, well said. So clappy, it's all, So all of this is about like, how are you experiencing this random event? You may take it personal, but that's you experiencing that. That's not it actually happening. That's yes, yes. And, you know, I've taken on the notion too, or the idea or the, the behavior that when somebody like, let's say one of my kids or family members or husband's mad or somebody's doing something. And, you know, I've decided that joining that energy, it just doesn't work. So when I just sit and basically stare at them and watch them have their little human moment and have it not mean anything for me, right? this means nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's, it is absolutely fascinating. And I actually recommend this to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it, 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 cause that's true. It'll move so much more quickly when you just sit in the presence of them losing it. That's right. It's like, oh, okay. This is just what, the, this is what this human is doing right now. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with me. That's right. Yeah. And here we have the last line, because she has let go of herself, she is perfectly fulfilled. And when, when we say herself, that's the identity. That's yeah. the identity of you as the wife yeah. who's supposed to be a certain way. You yep. as the mother who is supposed to be a certain way. Oh, you're a bad mother because you're not crying with your child. Well, get it up, yeah. That's not what I need to do. I have let go yeah. of the identity that I'm trying to be something, and I get to just be this. Now, if I am emotional about it, I have to... That's my experience. Once again, this person who's being human in front of me is having an experience and then I am having an experience and those are not the same thing. And you know what I will tell you is that when we do- You're gonna have to tell me by coming back up because you just got cut off. (laughs) Oh, I love that you're coming back up because I wanna hear the. watching the timer. I'm just going to say, yeah, <laughs> I'm terrible. I did flip up my glasses every, but I can't see it. Um, my sunglasses. Um, what I noticed is that when I stopped trying to be something for someone in a moment, I ended up being what they needed more. That's than right. Some, yeah. That's some idea of who I'm supposed to be in this moment. So just by getting into my heart with them and just being in there, I learned this a lot from my youngest because she was, she had something going on yesterday and she was saying, um, you know, something's going on and she was just being crappy to me cause she was moody. And I said, okay, well, you know, back up. I'm not sure why what's happening here, this and that, just go take a minute and I'm here when you want to talk. Okay. So then she starts telling me, she says, well, I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to tell me, um, I'm wrong or I don't know, or I'm being selfish. And I'm so I'm not going to tell you that I'm, I'm just going to listen. I'm going to lay right here on the floor between the cat and the dog. And I, you know, I made this whole dramatic thing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to pet the cat. and went on because to me that like breaks her out of it. When I get her into silly, she's, she opens. 
And so then she started talking and I just was, I just bead. Yeah. <laughs> I just bead. I just say there and I was like, no matter what she says to me, I'm just going to be with it in my heart. And she moved through that thing in like five minutes. Yeah, that's right. Like it's so much easier when we don't try to fix, don't try to be the hero, don't try to be the great identity that we think we're supposed to be. That's right. And you know, I posted wait. something the other day that was just, uh, that stated like, do you think you can help other people? You're wrong. There are no other people. Yeah. Like, this is about your experience. And your like, and, and we love, we love. I love deep shit like that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we I love. I was there go, ooh. In, no other people. <laughs> in this in, in in our world we love the idea of therapy we love the idea of a pill we love the idea of all of these things and that we cannot do it ourselves and then when we say yeah you can do it yourself we always stand up and say no people can't do it themselves oh oh i absolutely disagree with that yeah i think people... we say that i think we say that a lot Oh I don't agree God. with the fact that we say it, but I think that that is that is the core of yeah. the commercial help system oh, that yes. we have built. And without that message and without people who are constantly looking for diagnoses, why am I different? You're not different. You're you. Yes. There is Martin no John, difference. Yes. You know, there is no different. Like you are you, and you know what? Some people don't like that. And because they don't like it, you're looking for a diagnosis. And that's cool if a diagnosis is going to help you move through that. I'm cool with you getting a diagnosis, but understand that whatever you're experiencing was experienced by someone else before the diagnosis ever existed. Mm -hmm. So like you wanna go get a diagnosis, that's fine. But like, how are you going to live this moment? Because that is the question. And when we look at this, this Tao, we see like she is detached from all things. She's detached from the outcome. She's detached from all of the ins and outs of, of what that is. And you are perfect as you are. Kristen's coming right back up and then Kelly's in line. She is detached okay, from all did things. I get, that is why. Did I get kicked? Did I get kicked out, or did the timer time out? It didn't seem like. No, it was no, no. There, it did not seem. I don't think it was five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think. I think okay, I think it's right. glitching. Okay, so yeah. I won't stay. You can bring someone else up. Absolutely, if, but if but yeah, I I totally totally with you. Love you. So grateful for you to come up yeah. and share seven with me. One final thing that I was going to say about that is that the self healing, I one hundred percent believe in that self healing, and I recently was dealing with somebody who had a lot of childhood trauma that they carried forth for a long time. And I, I was, I've been talking to this people over week, this person over weeks and weeks and weeks. And I said, you can heal this and it's going to mm -hmm. be fast when you want it. And this person did finally did like this 180 about how they were handling things. And last night I had a long conversation. I said, what are you doing? And they said, exactly what you have been saying all these years. I'm just paying attention. I'm yeah. just becoming aware. And yeah. I have caught the dialogue that goes on in my brain and have been able to shift it. I'm like, yeah, you know, 
Self-healing is possible. I just wanted to end on that note. Yeah. I love you, brother. Yeah. Love I love you, you well. so much. Okay, mm -hmm. honey. Thanks for having me up. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. We'll be in touch. You too. Okay. So I am welcoming someone that I am so excited to welcome. <laughs> Kelly Swenson. Oh my God, Kelly. How are you doing, my dear? Hi. I'm okay. I'm at Walmart buying lunch stuff and I'm like, I'm going to get a wisdom. Yes. You get, get, get over here. Oh, it's so, <laughs> it's so good to hear you. Hi. It feels like it's been so long, right? It's, like, it's, like, 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 oh my God. It's, like, <laughs> I, know. I uh, yeah, this is definitely a reunion. Cause like, I, I mean, I've been on a, on a retreat, you're moving homes, you're, you're, you got a job, you got so much going on in your life and, uh, you've been missed here definitely. And, uh, and, and, and so, so I'm really glad that, that you're with me and I, I, I would, you know, like like this there is a there is a there is a format to this platform so i kind of like i'm like oh i gotta 44. ask you for a number 44, 44. um i'm gonna I'm mute like, so I... i'm not loud while you read okay 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 so 44 fame or integrity which is more important money or happiness which is more valuable success or failure which is more destructive if you look to others for fulfillment you will never be truly fulfilled if your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah. So that's so uh, it's it always, always is amazing, right? Always it's like yeah. how does it know? <laughs> it's not that it knows you know you yeah. know you, you in you lies the entire universe and wow. and that is that's beauty and so you know you know i know i know i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's exactly literally what i woke up thinking about what i'm living and yes, for yes. some reason i haven't chose 44 yet i think Actually, I know because I haven't heard that. Oh, we're dropping my headphones. But um, it was the right time to do so. Yes. So we start with these with these pairs, right? Fame or integrity, money or happiness, success or failure. Those are the those are the pairs that we look at. And there's a there there's a there's a way of looking at them, right? Fame or integrity, which is more important? obviously right Integrity. validation by others or improved within yourself you know? right yeah which is more important like and, and we could very outwardly in the world we could like you know when we start looking at things like um instant gratification and stuff fame seems to be the way forward but nope 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 that's that's always going to to leave us wanting more hungry ghosts mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. I look at these three things, fame, money, and success, the three things that presumably are the hungry ghost of the pair, right? The one in which there's never enough fame. Is there ever enough fame? I mean, look at p famous people and I would say no, right? <laughs> like, yeah. they've never had enough. You know, well, maybe you Bob grow, Dylan. You grow old and it's like Bob Dylan. And, you know, then you feel like you have to keep up with 
appearances or this or that. Like you don't just get to experience life. You don't get to just experience your body and yourself right. when you're looking at fame as the solution. Right. You're always looking at what can I do to make other people want me more? You know, and then you're just a prisoner of that fame. You're a prisoner, even even with money, which is more money or happiness, which is more valuable. People think that money gives you happiness, but you can have happiness even without. Sorry, this thing in the background here. No, you're fine. Uh, how do I volume that up? I just have to buy a cucumber, guys. Just one. Um. Yeah, but like, so I don't know what to say. Oh, money and happiness, like, definitely doesn't doesn't make you happy. Because people, I was talking about this one other day. People who are really poor and they just spend their day going to like. The gas station for a soda that's their highlight or something and they walk there because they don't have a car and it's like that looks so appealing sometimes you know like <laughs> that's the highlight of my day is eating that soda like i was in i was in guatemala not long ago and and you know guatemala is the very first world and um and everybody that that i interacted with was happy as a pig and shit man yes like i know it they were all just smiling and just like, yeah, I, I, I ran across a guy who was moving, moving this big thing. It was just like, you know, when a bus comes, I was like, there's no bus between these two poor towns. You know, it's just like, damn, it's like, how far yes. is the town? And, and we were just talking and we were just like, and he's just got to carry this thing, but he's, he's down for it. He's going to, he's going to carry this big, like one it's of the, the one thing he has to do right then. He that's just right. That one thing to do. And, and so many people like you know for construction in guatemala and there are rules against this but but they do it anyway because it's cheaper um is one of the things i saw people doing the most while i was in guatemala is filling and moving sandbags mm. like this is their lives right like filling and moving sandbags for new construction and those new constructions are probably for you know wealthy people um or I Go on. Oh, I imagine, though, that it's that in their minds, and I could be wrong, you know, depending on the personal life as well, but they're probably not, the people who live in a simple society, it's, it's, that's pure. Like, they're not thinking about their credit score and their car troubles. Absolutely, yeah. And the parents at school, what they think about this and their children's interactions on this playground and all the millions of other things. They've got, like, five. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's their family just eating and, you know, and and everybody has multiple ways of making money and none of them are traditional like employment jobs. It's just like I show up, I do my thing, da, 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 you know, like, yes, yes. you know, it's not it's not the way we see it, you know, and they're happy, happy, happy. And they're all open and, and, and open to talk and just being like, you know, whatever it doesn't matter very akuna matata <laughs> and that's why people in countries like ours where there's just like excess they yep. you know they go to places like that for vacations they're like oh you know the quiet life here the simple people like this is so relaxing like that could be the, your life if you right living here it's harder to do you, get do you, but, you, do, you, know. do you have to escape your life in order to live it like a vacation and stuff, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, so many people are like, I want to experience my life, but my life is so full of stress. 
I have to run away to, in order to live a little bit. Yeah. And so we, we have this, if you look to others for fulfillment, you will never be truly fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you'll never be happy with yourself. That's also that whole validation thing. It's like you go on vacation to prove to yourself that you can, or you're not just slowing down. Right. It's like even, even on a break, you're trying to prove to yourself that you can take a break. It's even on like, there's oh, we're always seeking that's right and and um you know when you're you know looking to go on vacation or whatever it's like you deserve this and you but it's like don't you deserve a life that doesn't require you to go on vacation every six months so that you can do your job yeah because traveling and going on vacation are totally different things that's right yeah and then be content with what you have rejoice in the way things are and this is when we're talking about the like those people who are just like filling sandbags and moving them be content with what you have rejoice in the way things are they're like this is what i'm doing and it's not about it bringing happiness or it's just what i'm doing it's not about it being anything it's like yeah this is what i'm doing that's why I love yard work. Like I love mundane yard work. I hate laundry, but I would love, I like to wash <laughs> my floor with like a washcloth, you know, like yeah. that wax on wax off. Like it's like, well, yeah. I have to do this. Do you have a yard world. in your new place? I do. It ha comes with a landscaper. It's so lush compared. It's just my yard. It, it, I do. I do. And the I'm kids have been outside bad. all the time so far. Like, and at least I've been here the last few days to experience that. Oh, yeah. So I don't nope, get to dig holes me, in this person's me, yard, but, <laughs> yeah. but at least I get to, uh, but we do have one. And Oh, there was a fox, too. We're in the middle of Phoenix, like Tempe, so we're surrounded by college and city and cars, and there's a fox in our neighborhood, and he's so cute. Mm, have you named it? No, no. He hasn't told us his name, I guess. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's very, he's very cute. Yeah. I am, I'm so grateful to be talking with you. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. <laughs> well, you know probably what I'm thinking, but yeah, it's true. It's really just, it's just being present and being grateful, however you find that feeling. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to do when you have kids and when you're kind of, in a place where it's difficult, especially in this world, right? In this first world of like making money and other things like that, we have to put ourselves in those situations. We have to put ourselves in the middle of it. And, and even though there is nothing lacking, we are being told from everywhere that there is and reminding us over and over that there is something lacking and that your happiness is dependent on money and that your fulfillment um, is dependent on others. Also lacking within yourself, right? Yeah. Because like we try to prove ourselves to ourselves, to our others, to our family, to our children, to our bosses. We're always trying to prove something 
I mean, we're raised that way. Like, we have to stop raising our kids like that, but it's hard. Um, but when you realize you're not lacking within, when you realize that you are enough, you know, I think that's kind of like the reason why we learn these lessons over and over in so many different ways is simply just to get to that peace inside where it just feels whole again, where you're like, oh, yeah, this is all I need. It's me yeah. as I am. And, you know, like, like you're also, like you're also contending with understanding that when you have your family telling you that they're lacking. <laughs> they're still you know? the real life. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's absolutely. And so it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not like just a, mm. some, some crazy silver bullet that you can just be like, oh, I get it. I'm not lacking. Mm. <laughs> like, walk away from that. Like there's a, there's a conversation that's being had with you and the world around you. But when we, when we kind of return to the beginning of this, like fame and integrity, which is more important, money or happiness, which is more valuable, success or failure, which is more destructive. We look at that. We, we can just put it into perspective. That's all. No, just put it into perspective. It's also like, it's the most important questions that you can, the most per- important person you can ask these questions of, any question is yourself. But we don't stop and go, hey, me, do I agree? Does this feel right? Which way should I go? Which is more important? Right. But you have to ask yourself, like literally out loud, which is more important? Absolutely. Fame or integrity? And you'll feel the truth. And if, yeah. if it feels like fame is more important and you don't like that, then look into that. But like, that I think is really a good first step. And I like that it starts out like that, you know, because it's like, um, ask yourself these questions and know your yeah. answers. Know your reasons. And you know, when we, when, when we, we look at fame and we say, which is more important? Well, fame is going to give us immediate gratification. Money is going to give us immediate gratification. Failure or success is going to give us that immediate gratification. But those things are so short lived. I mentioned it earlier as they were, they are hungry ghosts and so short lived fame. I mean, uh, so like many hitting the pellet feeder is just, it's just the next fix. Yeah. It's just the next fix. That's it. It's just addiction. It's just pacifying. It's just being here with this instant gratification. And you know what? I'm so happy you have a lawn. You have a yard. Thanks. Me too. I love you. Me too. It's been a, it's been a long month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Oh, well. I don't know what time <laughs> it is. I'm 19 seconds. So, I love you. Thank you. And I, um, I'm definitely going to try to talk to you. And thank you for the love down there and the audience as well. It's been so long since I've been on the set. Yeah. Well, we're, 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 we are, we are, we are loving on you so much, Taylor. Thank Thank you. Talk soon. Bye. Julie's coming up. Julie, do you know Kelly? Hey, Julie, do you know Kelly? Um, I I've not um chatted with Kelly before. I do I have seen her a couple of times. She is lovely. I love yeah. listening to her. 
and she has picked the Dow that I have previously picked before. Yeah, we 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 got to we got to explore that, and and, and I'm I'm always grateful for all my all my wisdom buddies. It's been a while since oh. I chatted with Kelly, and she's she's going through a lot right now, and just wanted to yeah offer up well, some. Well, we give her lots of love. We'll give her lots of love because she is. I I have listened to her. She is a beautiful person. Yeah, she is a beautiful person for sure. She's great. So mm. giving her lots of love. Good on you. All right. Mm. Well, I'm I'm switching over to Hogan because you and I have gone over so many chapters Hogan. together. We're going to a different Hulk, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna use a different translation and one that one that you and I have had fun with before. Uh, it was great chatting with you this morning. Yes, I appreciate that. And another one last night. And every time there's something there, every time it's just astounding what it does to me. <laughs> just thinking, just sitting with myself and listening is yeah. fabulous. I can't thank you enough for that. For how you convey stuff, how you sit with me. Yeah. You just sit with me, and that I really appreciate. That it's there's no words for it. This yeah. is the thing. That no. If I could, if I had to, yeah. If I had to describe what you do, I could say yes, you do the day of the day, but there's Martin John in there, and there's no words to describe that. But it is fabulous, <laughs> and I do appreciate it. Well, I gotta, I gotta learn how to package it because I know it's a valuable thing, and we just like, yes. I just keep doing it. I just keep doing it, and it's like, you know, mm -hmm. and like, like if anybody is listening and you do benefit from this, definitely uh, check out my links. There are ways to give me a little tip, or you can tip me through Venmo at Martin John underscore Garcia. So, Julie, let's pick yes. a number. Well, I don't know if you've read this number before. Um, number nine. You know, I just glanced at nine before you, mm. like that was, you know, here we go. Number nine. Of, of course, I have read all of them at some point, but um, maybe not in the Hogan. If you drink too much, you get drunk. The engine won't start if you're always tinkering with it. Yeah, I've heard this before. This is a strange thing because it is the number that has been popping into my head. It's there in front of me right now. I need to hear this. So let's go. All if right. you hoard, if you hoard wealth, you fall into its clutches. If you crave success, you succumb to failure. Do what you have to do, then walk away. Anything else will drive you nuts. That's, I think this is like you, I, and Brad read this together. I think. Yes. This was his number at one point. Now it's yours. Mm, it's strange that, isn't it? Yeah. You know that what? I'm going to look at. I'm going to look at just because we have read that one specifically together. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. If... Yeah, this one, you know, the, the number nine in Stephen Mitchell is nice as well. If you fill your bowl to the brim, it will spill. Keep sharpening your knife mm -hmm. and it will blunt. Chase after money and security and your heart will never unclench. Care about people's approval and you will be their prisoner. Do your work, then step back. The only path to serenity. 
So what are what are some of your initial thoughts here? Now, you know you got you got what, 17 days. Oh, I have. And I'm taking you with me and we're going to discuss that if that's okay with you. Yes, absolutely. I want to I want to get on a call mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. So you're going in 17 days. How's mm-hmm. the house going? Brad's the house yeah, it's fine. We have we've cleared some things out that I don't want to um, burden anyone else with, because Brad's mm-hmm. got two brothers. So if we leave this house in a state, that means I'm burdening them with my stuff. Right. Right. So I don't want to do that. We've been clearing it all out. We've packed our bags. We've acquired. And I want to I want to just point out that you are not a burden, but you are seeing but- yourself as one. Yeah, I'm not and, not particularly me, but the stuff, the material stuff. I understand. I know what they will have to work to remove it. That's what I'm saying. It's not yes, me. Yes, no, I understand. I understand. That. But but, I but like it, it came out pretty house. clear. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I don't want to be a burden, right? It's just like okay, like just just the way we say things, we want to kind of just be be cognizant. Of. I know. Yes, I. Know. You know, you and fill your bone, you, you fill your bowl to the brim, and it will spill. Talk to me about yeah. that and the possessions that you're moving right now. Um, I uh, I've realized that my bowl is too full. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I've realized. And uh, like I said, it I don't want to in, uh, embroil other people into having to spend their time and their uh, energy sorting out what I've left behind. So the spillage has yeah. got to be good. The spillage for me is if my bowl is full, which is full of a good intention, um, adventure, uh, happiness, those spillages would be great. I'd enjoy my bowl, my bowl overfilling at that point. What I yeah. don't want to overfill my bowl with is negative stuff. You right. know, so things that are going to cause people strife, stress, yeah. worry, any of that. So. Uh, I'd be happy if my bowl is filling in one sense, but mm-hmm. not in another. Does that make any sense? Right. Yeah. And, you know, you know, fill your bowl to the brim. Your bowl has a limit, right? Like, and so there yeah. is a brim. There is a top. There is a way to, and that is, you know, in the physical sense, right? Fill your bowl to the brim. But, but your bowl as it as it relates to happiness or your bowl as it relates to caring or your bowl as it relates to like those are those, that's bottomless right there is no brim there There's, absolutely yeah right? so so you you want to fill your bowl but you also want to approach every situation you know but but this is this is talking about this is talking about like if you fill your bowl to the brim it will spill keep sharpening your knife and it will blunt this is like filling your life with things that you want to hold on to and you're not willing to lose. Mm. You know, a lot of times that can happen with our stuff. Yes, which is a process that I'm enjoying, actually, is like shedding. Just, 
Yeah, shedding, but shedding in a way that is useful. Maybe someone might find something that I no longer require useful. So I can shed yeah. it. I can think about where it goes so that it's useful to someone else. And that way, you know, a little spinach won't hurt, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it won't mess up anybody's uh, mahogany tabletop. <laughs> But yeah, so it, getting rid of it is just so freeing for me. It means yeah. I don't have to be consciously aware of what I own to a degree. It makes no, it doesn't um, add value to my life. Right. You know, what I own, it's a value that's been taken out of the equation. So it's a good thing. I like shedding. I like doing that. It's enjoyable. Yeah. No, it's, it's so good, but you know, like that can mm. often for some people, like it could leave a vacuum of like, Oh, well, yeah. I've gotten rid of all this stuff. Now more stuff just takes it, takes its place. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to happen with you because you're going to be on the road. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to carry it. Right. Like there's only so much that like you're like, you know, it's interesting. This morning when I was meditating, it came to mind that, like, I might want to start selling some stuff that I have, you know, like just I have a rocking chair. I have some things. I'm like, hmm, I don't need these things. It's time. It's time to yeah. actually just put a little effort into, like, getting rid of it. Yes. You know? <laughs> just because it's like. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm carrying these things, even though I'm, you know, not physically carrying them. I'm carrying them with me. You know, yeah, they're, they're forever in your mind. If you thought, yeah, if you thought of everything that you owned right now, you'd feel uh, overtaken by it. But the point yeah. is, is you are actually they are present with you every moment of every day. The stuff that you That's own right. is in there. Yeah. Yeah. So getting rid of it is great because then you've got that space to fill with a different element. You've got yeah. space to fill with something else, something that maybe isn't material. Yeah, chase after money and security, and your heart will never unclench. And isn't that this so aligned with like owning stuff is security? Like, oh, I have yeah. stuff. I have a home, I have a thing, I have a, like, I feel so secure now. But your heart, just like you're saying, as you're carrying all of this stuff with you, your heart doesn't unclench. It's always holding on, even if you're not aware of it. Yeah. Because you're not thinking about it. But the minute you think about it, you get overwhelmed. So obviously that overwhelm is sitting inside of you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, care about sure. people's approval and you will always be their prisoner that's the same I thing about that as well stuff, right yeah 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 when i say to people i'm getting rid of everything i'm only taking the very basics to enable my survival i mean mm -hmm. i was speaking to a, a my uh, the nurse in charge yesterday and i said to her please will you buy me a child swimming ring, you know, a flotation thing. And she said, what's that for? I said, to put on the ground before I dig the hole. And she was like, oh, Julie, I couldn't do it <laughs> like that. You're mad. You're mad, she said. 
you're mad. That's great. That was the biggest compliment ever. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, well, there's, there's reality to what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm I'm quite happy with that. Not a problem. And and if you care, if you you cared about (laughs) her approval, then you wouldn't do what you needed to do and you'd be her prisoner. Yeah, what I said to her was this. When a flushable toilet gets in the way of me living life, I give up. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like, there's no, there's no, like, why, why draw a line as to where, what you're willing to yeah. do? When you get yeah. to that moment. Yeah. You should be willing to do what you need to do to be in that moment. Yeah. There's no reason for you to hold on to when, when you're holding on to money, when a moment comes where that money is worthless, are you able to step into that position? Are you able to step into that place of being able to learn, being able to grow without it? Mm. Do your work and step back. The only path to serenity, do your work, then step back. And that means do your work, be present, be here. Yep. Live with it. Do your work, live with it, experience it. Do what you, and then the other translation stated, the one that we read with Brad was, do what you have to do, then walk away. Anything else will drive you nuts. Yes. Anything else will just like have you have you trying to be something for someone else. Yeah, have you trying it. to hold <laughs> on to things that are that are that are driving your mind crazy? That are that are that are that it'll never unclench. Your heart will never unclench if you're chasing after money and security. It'll drive you nuts. Oh, Julie, seventeen days and counting, man. So you leave on the first of May. Is that right? Yeah, the first part of the journey is the 1st of May. We're traveling up with a friend of mine. She's chucking all my kit in in the back of her van. She's a wonderful character. We'll have lots of laughs on the way. And then she's dumping us (laughs) to start our journey. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And if anybody wants to hear more about that journey, you can check out the links in julie's bio i'm assuming that they're all there as they should be um because she is doing this in a good way and uh please uh consider donating to a mind which is the charity that she is she is bringing with her to do this work uh do this journey across england and i forget the name of the uh, of the of the path that she's taking, but it's 400 miles. She's going to be going to be trekking across on her bicycle and, and, uh, spreading, spreading Julie, really. He's like, like, like Julie and Brad are going to be going across and talking to people and connecting with people. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be there with them, uh, doing some, some doubt work with, uh, as they go along. And I am so excited to, uh, be a part of that as well. Thank you guys for joining me for Dow of the Day. If anybody wants to come up and choose a number between 1 and 81, that's great. I do have an 11 o'clock, so I do have a, a meeting in an hour. So 
um, I am starting to wind down, but thank you all. If you benefit from this, you could, uh, you know, check out my links and donate or tip me for, um, you know, the work that I do here on Wisdom. I'm always trying to offer insight and mentorship the best I can. I also work with a limited number of one-on-one -on -one clients every month. So if you're interested in working together privately, uh, I, uh, I work with people over four sessions. I do have limits because I, of course, focus on recovery and addictions. And so post, uh, so uh, codependency is something that I'm very keen on and you and I will work together over four sessions and then we won't talk for three months. Of course, we'd be able to talk on, on Tao of the Day and other things like that, but we won't talk about your personal journey for, um, for three months because I don't want you living under the influence of me. There's enough things out in the world trying to get you to live under the influence of them. And I don't want to contribute to that in any way. So thank you so much for joining me for Dow of the Day. I am your host, Martin John. Check out my links in my profile. Follow me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram if you want to connect personally. You can check me out through my website. Other than that, until next time, love you guys and keep recovering yourselves.